10 minutes remaining. Hey everyone, this is the Daily Happy. It is Sunday, January 8th. Oh, it's closing day of 1776 <gasps> Broadway. I oh. know. Uh, 2023. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down or frantically packing a dressing room, we want to be there for you. That's right. And you can be there for us. Stay on top of our social media. Some changes are coming down the pike. Mm-hmm. So we just want to let you know that. Stay tuned. Don't worry. We'll let you know. So, But you can uh, follow us on Twitter at this is the DH, and then stay tuned for that Instagram announcement. People are like, you haven't been posting on the Instagram for months. Well, this will help everyone. Yes, it will help <laughs> all of us post when we're supposed to post. We're tired women, okay? We're tired. We're trying. We're doing it as hard as we can. All right. So a few months ago, Mm-hmm. The World Cup was going on in Qatar. Oh, yes. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, there was a lot of drama. Oh, there was so much drama. Yeah, lots of drama. And things that I didn't even know, because here's the thing. I watched one of those TV shows. My husband likes, what is it, Late Night with John Oliver or yeah, something? Yeah. One of those shows where he like really dives in. And I didn't even know some of the things <laughs> that were happening with Qatar. It was insane. But anyways, I digress. No, we uh, listen, that should be the podcast. I digress with yeah. Allison and Lulu. <laughs> so I didn't see this before, this news, but did you hear about the singing crowd controllers? Oh, no, but this actually sounds like a good story. Yeah, no, I love it. So okay. they hired a bunch of people at the World Cup to kind of do crowd control, right? To like be like, the is yeah. over here and this is over here and whatever. Well, these people who were not professional crowd controllers by any yeah. means started for some reason to start singing instead of yelling because it was easier on their voices. <gasps> That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. So instead of being like, Metro's over there, Metro's over there, they'd be like, Metro, Metro, Metro. Macho, macho, macho. Macho, macho, macho. Yeah. Well, listen, genius. It's genius. And there's this amazing article I found about it. We're going to link to it in the newsletter because we know how to do that now. We do. Finally. And um, you can find this video in that article. Oh, also, an alarm can go off that uh, of people singing back to them because they started becoming like the mascots of the World Cup, right? So they'd yeah. be like, Metro, Metro, Metro. And the people would be like, this way, this way. But it's like a <laughs> yeah. crowd around them. It's so cute. so cute. And they all made up their own songs. Like they're not, these are not like singer singers. Like they would just be like, escalator, yeah. escalator. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cute. Because I'll tell you, you know this too, as a singer, I lose my voice quicker in a straight play than I do oh, yeah. in a musical. Well, yes, but... I do. But then the next day you can still do the show. At that is true. That it is doesn't true. really matter. It's true because you can have like that little raspiness to you. Mm-hmm. But I... I oh, Do you ever watch like um, television shows? No. And you can... you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can know, Chris and I do this all the time. We'll be watching a dramatic scene and we're like, oh, they did this a lot. They did a lot of takes. Because oh, you yeah. can hear their voice and it's like, I told you. And you're like, oh, they uh-huh. they ran this scene a lot. You know what kills my voice is stage door. 
stage door. The stage oh, door. talking to people that after. Is- when we did Disenchanted was the first time yeah. that I had that kind of experience of like, oh, there's people to yeah. talk to after the show, like for a significant amount of time. Yeah. And that's when I would find the hardest thing on my voice because you you come out, you've done your show. You've like not really thought to pace 15 minutes after the last number. Right. And so then you're, you walk out of the theater and you're all bundled up and then you go, have to go into this like extroverted voice. So then yep. your voice is like, ha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You have to take care of it. Who was the young woman who played Aida? What was her name? Oh, when? Oh, like famous, famous. Heather Headley. Uh, Heather Headley. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So. Here's a fun story. I used to work at Ruby Two's in Times Square. Ruby Foos. and Ruby Foos. Not, is what I mean, first of all, Ruby Two's <laughs> is not like the cool way to say Ruby Tuesday. Allison remaining. worked at Ruby Foos in Times Square, which is no longer there. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby Foos. <laughs> okay, so she used to come in, and she told me one time that her. Uh, when she would get done with the show in Aida, she would go through a back exit because it was so vocally tiring for her. She would not, it literally, everyone knew the second the show came down, zero speaking to her. She would not speak to anyone. She'd go through a side door and then her husband and her would text to each other, even at home. Or he would ask her a question, obviously out loud, and she would text the answer and she would not speak until she went on stage, like until she started warming up for the next show. Well, okay. First, I want to clarify something. I do love meeting people (laughs) at stage door. I've learned now to pace my, both my extrovert energy and my extrovert voice. Yes. For like until the corner of 42nd and 8th. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I literally yeah, yeah, yeah. have to think of it that way. And I, I yeah. learned that when we did Disenchanted. Like that's something right. that I learned how to do. But um, I once worked with a singer. Her name is Shalisa. She works in Orlando. And she – re- I'll never forget her saying once like she believes she has a finite amount of notes or sounds to make a day at top capacity. Oh, interesting. So if she knows she okay. has a lot of gigs that day, she – is doing what you're doing. It's talking about texting her right. husband, texting her kids. Yeah. Until she warms up. Like she's like, I'm not making a sound that's not a, right. a warmed up voice. So there are a lot of people that do that. And and when we did that show off Broadway, I had a real singy track. We both did. Oh right? yeah. I think we both had like yeah. three songs each. Well, and they were all different characters. So it wasn't even like you could find your sweet spot and then stay in that kind of masky sound or whatever. <laughs> well, you're right. You had to switch up your vocal stuff like every single time. So some of them were lower in your chest. Some of them were higher. Like it was crazy. And in that show, Allison and I were the two people who changed characters. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. We're the only two people that had to deal with that. Uh, I had to change my bra so many times in that show. Like Every single character had a different bra. And I was like, really? Yeah. And makeup. Remember, we had to full on change our face. I did not. You did. You didn't ever have to? No idea. Nothing? I don't think so. 
I had a full unibrow I had to add. I know, but I had to change my bra every time. So I don't think oh, yeah, you win. True. So I don't. Anyhow. Bras win. Bras win. Uh, wait, what were we talking about in Disenchanted? Mm. Uh, speaking of the stage door. Well, we first started talking oh. about like, to the train. That's just to the train. Yeah. So in Disenchanted, because of all our songs. Two minutes I, remaining. I had to live like a monk. Like there was Best. no red wine in my life. There was no spicy food in my life. It was goodbye like we didn't do anything you and i Mm -mm. besides the show no No, we would uh take our two-hour trip home and then we would (laughs) stay up late and we would watch uh how i met your mother abby or or how i met your mother depending on our mood and we'd sleep in the next day till we had to go to work yeah and that's it. Now, the, the role I'm playing now, Sam Chase, I don't really have to take care of my voice in the same way because I'm not using right. it at the full capacity at all. So, like, that's that's a new life. Yeah. Listen. Allison. Listen. It, I hear you. It's a new life to not have to warm up and then to just, like, walk out the theater at the end of the day. I think that's amazing. Like, one of my most favorite roles ever was when I had to play the – ugly sister in Bernarda Alba. Oh, yeah. And it was like all deep and like nothing mattered (laughs) vocally. (laughs) It was the best. You could just be free. Nothing mattered vocally. (laughs) That's like the best thing I've ever heard. That's awesome. Uh, Oh, we don't really have time. So we'll just go to happies. So Allison, do you have a happy right now? Well, my happy was that I had this ember mug uh-huh. and it made my cup of coffee today that I forgot remaining. about for an hour long uh, hot. But then Lulu <laughs> saw me drink it for the first time after an hour as we started to record and like this black <laughs> substance. <laughs> I didn't know what happened. Out of my mouth. I thought that we saw an exorcism live on <laughs> live on Zoom. Ten. But what Nine, happened was Allison eight, just found out seven, that milk makes a skin. Six, like this, five, like today, four, she just fi- three, found out. We two, all discovered it together. One.